Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our All Age Nativity service. Thanks to, to those who've been willing to dress up. It's lovely to have you all with us. Um, if you're a visitor, you're particularly welcome. Um, we're, we're quite a friendly bunch, so well, a very friendly bunch. Um, yeah, so we'll be going through the, the nativity uh, story, the events of, of that first Christmas Eve. There'll be songs, they'll come up on the screen. Some of them are traditional, some of them are more contemporary. Um, some will be live music, some will be YouTube clips. Um, we'll just go through it all as, as, it, as it comes. I've been asked to give one notice, and that's to remind you that next week there is only one morning service, and that's at 10 a.m. So that's Christmas Eve, one service, 10 a.m. There is carols by candlelight at 5 p.m., yes, but um, because the, the uh, 10 a.m. one is a, is a change, I wanted to highlight that. So if you come for the 9 a.m. service at 9, um, you'll be an hour early. If you come at 10.30 for the normal 10.30 service, you'll be half an hour late. So one service, 10 a.m. next Sunday. So thank you. Um, well, yes, on to the, the Christmas story. Um, <laughs> so we're going to, to begin by, by singing. Um, it's a, a more contemporary carol. See him lying on a bed of straw.
now I'll hand over to the team to do just what it says to carry us to Bethlehem. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the Roman world should be taxed and all went to be taxed everyone into their own city. Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into the city of David called Bethlehem because he was a descendant of David. He went with Mary who was engaged to be married and he was expecting their firstborn son. And so it was that while they were there, she gave birth to her firstborn son. His, he was named Jesus, just as God had commanded through the angel Gabriel. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And we're going to sing again, and some of the children are going to come up and sing the first verse, and then we'll join in for the next two. something special going on tonight. Oh, I agree. There's something magic in the air. And there were in the same country shepherds spending the night in the fields, keeping watch over their flock. And, and suddenly an angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. They were so afraid. The angel said, Fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to people. 
For today in Bethlehem, the city of David, a Saviour is born, who is Christ the Lord. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly with the angel was a multitude. Multitude of angels. (laughs) Multitude of angels. And they were praising God and saying... Should we have that again? And they were saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth good will towards men. Shepherds came to see the baby Stood by his mother's side Here lay the Savior inside an angel Oh, what a glorious night Oh, what a glorious night I hear the angels singing
into heaven, the shepherds said one to another. We must go to Bethlehem now and see this thing which has happened, which the angel has told us about. Let's go. The shepherds came to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus lying in a manger. All of this had been foretold by the prophets many, many years before. And unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. followed a star because they believed it meant that a new king had been born. They addressed King Herod, saying, We are looking for a new baby, born to be king. Is he here? We have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Herod was troubled by this and said, Go and search for the young child. When you find him, come back and tell me, so that I may go and worship him also. 
Let's continue to follow the star and we'll find him. As they left, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. More than 2,000 years ago, God sent Jesus Christ to be our Savior. Jesus Christ was born to save us from our sins, born so we can be born again and return to live with God someday. Let us rejoice greatly this Christmas season, for unto all of us a Savior is born. And if that's not a cause for celebration, I don't know what is.
God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he sacrificed himself for us and saved us from our sins. Thank you so much for him. Amen. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus as a baby to be born into a stable and live among us. Thank you that we can celebrate his birth at Christmas time. Amen. Dear God, thank you for our families and the time we get to spend with them at Christmas. Please be with those who don't have families and people in hospital, especially at this time. Amen. Dear God, please help people who aren't as lucky as us because they are homeless, poor or hungry. Help us to give what we can to help. Amen. Dear God, please help us to be brave and talk to others and tell them about Jesus. Amen. So the boring bit now. Not really. I hope not anyway. Um, but that was great, wasn't it? We had a bit of fun, didn't we? I think everyone did a great job. So, uh, yeah, well done, everyone. So we've heard the story and we've seen the story of Jesus, who came to earth and was born as a child, as a baby. Jesus, who was God at the beginning of time, became fully human whilst remaining fully God and lived on earth. But why? Why did Jesus, the Son of God, need to take on human nature as well? Why did he leave the glory of heaven? Why? To try and explain that, I think we need to look way further back in the story. Years and years before Jesus was born right back to the dawn of time. We need to look at why God created everything in the first place. I'm sure many of you know the story of creation, when God said this and that, and things happened, didn't they? Like God said, let there be light, and then there was light. You see, before God created everything, there was nothing except God himself. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The very first couple of verses in the Bible, way back in Genesis, say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And then at the very beginning, of John's gospel, and by the way, gospel, the word gospel simply means good news. It's not really a very complicated word. It just means good news. It also talks about the beginning of time. And it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him is life. So when the Bible talks about the word of God, 
It's really talking about Jesus. It's another name for Jesus, the Son of God. Notice in the passage in John, it said, he was with God in the beginning. So Jesus is also the word of God. So Jesus was there at the beginning with God, just as we've heard, and the Holy Spirit was there at the beginning because we heard that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So through Jesus, everything was created. But again, I ask why? Why did God create the universe, all the stars and planets and the earth? Why did he create the plants and the fish and the birds and the animals? Why did he create humans? Well, I think the answer is love. Because God is a God of love. And his desire was to create something to lavish his love on. And more specifically, he wanted to create humans to bestow his love on. So he created Adam and Eve. I'm sure many of you have heard of them, haven't you? Yeah, a few nods. I expected most of you to have heard of Adam and Eve, to be honest with you, but there's only about five or six people. So maybe one day I'll have to tell you that story as well. <laughs> so God created Adam and Eve and uh, he loved them and he wanted them to choose to love him too. So he gave them something called free will and he gives, gives each of us free will as well. And that is the problem. He wanted Adam and Eve to choose to love him. But as the name implies, free will gives us a choice. And the problem was that Adam and Eve sadly chose their own way instead of God's way. And consequently, every human in history ever since has also done the same to a greater or lesser extent. You see, choosing our own way instead of God's way is what we call sin. And sin is the reason that the world is in the state that it's in today. Because humans are inherently a little bit selfish. Um, and that has consequences. You see, the biggest problem with sin is that it breaks the relationship between us, humans. Who are you waving at, Nigel? You're not waving at me, you're waving at Skylar. Yeah, not off-putting at all. <laughs> yeah, the biggest problem with sin is that it breaks our relationship between God and us. You see, God is holy. He can't look upon sin. Our bad choices build a wall between us and God so that we can no longer have that relationship with him that we were designed to have. But the most amazing thing is that God still loves us. Even when we make bad choices, he still 
wants to be in a relationship with us, to be our father in heaven, to adopt us into his family. And that is the reason that Jesus came to earth at Christmas. You see, for us to have a relationship with God again, sin needs to be dealt with. When we do things wrong, we get punished, don't we? You know that. In this land, we have laws. And if we break the laws, we deserve to be punished. And you guys, you, you youngsters, you know, you have rules at home, don't you? And at school, yeah? And some of us older ones have, have rules at work. Um, and if we break those rules, we get into trouble, don't we? Yes, no? Yes, yes, a few people get into trouble, maybe. Um, and that's the same with sin. If we choose our own way rather than God's way, that sin needs to be punished. Now, the Bible says in uh, a book called Romans that the punishment for sin should be death. But because our Heavenly Father is Creator God, who loves His creation, and by the way, that's you and me, He loves us, He doesn't want to punish us for our sin. So what He did was He sent His own Son, Jesus, to take the punishment that we deserve in our place. He did this by dying on the cross to pay the death sentence for our sin. I'm not getting into an Easter talk, don't worry. Um, but he, he paid the death penalty for our sin, the penalty that we deserve. This is how much Jesus loves us, that he should take on the punishment that we deserve. But more than that, he was raised to life again three days later, so that once and for all, death was defeated. And if we believe in him, we can then be in relationship with our Heavenly Father again. We can then, if, if you like, the wall that our sin built is kicked down by Jesus' death and resurrection. We can have a relationship with God once again. We can know the fullness of life, the love, the joy, the peace that a relationship with our Heavenly Father brings. And we can have everlasting life in heaven with him. And that can start now. We can know that in our everyday lives as Jesus walks with us in all that we do through the good times and the bad, he is with us. And that is another reason why he came to earth and was born uh, as we celebrate at Christmas. He was born as a baby so that he would experience everything that you and I experience in our lives. He, he grew up in a family. He knew all the struggles of children and adolescence. 
he experienced all the emotions that that we experience the troubles the good times he experienced them all so that he understands everything that we go through and he can support us and help us through that because he's been there and he's done it so just to close if you haven't or if you do not yet know jesus if you haven't experienced the overwhelming love of god the peace and the joy that comes from a relationship with our heavenly father if you're feeling a little bit empty inside as if there's something missing in your life that's jesus so why not come and ask jesus to fill that void to come into your life and show you how much he loves you you can do that today if you'd like to know more why not speak to someone after the service there'll be an opportunity for prayer in here after the service or you can chat over tea coffee mince pies in in the lounge next door we'd love to be part of your journey thank you thank you mark for that reminder of uh, why jesus came well i think all our participants have done an amazing job you've been very very patient sitting up there so well done um i'm going to ask can can all our our young participants come to the front so that we can thank you right so i think we've got we've got our lovely camel and our little king coming too so let's say thank you to them for participating in this so so well you've done a great job all of you so we say thank you and if our if our adult participants could just stand in your seat and we'll say thank you to you too if you just stand in your seat well, thank you thank you because we couldn't have done this without you so if you want to you can either stand up here and sing our last song or you can go and sit down the choice is yours um so yeah this we have good news we have good news to share good news that jesus has come and that is a source of great joy to all to all the world so we're going to sing our closing song now joy to the world the lord has come
Jesus. Father God, we thank you again for the gift of Jesus and for all that that means. Lord God, we pray that uh, in the midst of all the busyness and all the trappings that, that uh, have come to be associated with Christmas, I pray that um, you will help us to think of the true meaning of Christmas, of why Jesus came. And Lord, we acknowledge that there are many in the world who will not be able to enjoy Christmas because of war and famine and all sorts of things, Lord. We ask that somehow you would make your presence felt to, to them too. And may the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. 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 So thank you again to everybody.